Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. This is Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Now, here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest. Good morning and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm your host, Wendy Jones, and also owner and operator of Next Steps for Seniors, the business. And you all know it's located in Rochester. Love Rochester. We live, work, and play in Rochester. Our topic today is simplifying your move. You know, as we age, there's things in life that we do and don't want to look at. And one of the things we really need to pay attention at, too, is where we are, where we're living. Is it accessible? Is it easy? Is it going up in value? There's so many things that need to go along with this topic, simplifying your next move. And today I've got two guests in the studio. I have David Walker, who's with Brookview Realty, located in downtown Rochester. He specializes and helping clients buy and sell new and existing homes in many areas, but mostly Oakland Township, Rochester Hills, and Rochester. Uh, And David also lives in Rochester Hills with me. We live, work, and play, right, David, in Rochester Hills? Yes, we do. We're we're so glad to have you here today. He has over 32 years' experience. He's an SRES, which is a Seniors Real Estate Specialist, which he's going to tell us about later. And he also, believe it or not, where's the drum roll? is a elected city council of Rochester Hills representative that has over 75,000 residents at large capacity in the council of only seven members. City council member. Everybody, David's wondering, what is a city council member? So first, thank you for being here today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me, Wendy. We are excited to have you here. And we've got lots of things to talk about in relationship to simplifying your next move. First, you've got to tell our listeners, what does it mean to be a Rochester Hill City Council member? Well, that's probably the single most question that we get as city council members is, is what does city council do? What, what do you do as a city council member? So before we start talking about real estate, I would definitely like to share with you that, that what a city council member does. And, and simply put, city council is the legislative arm of local government. It's the policymaking body. We look at the city goals the major projects, infrastructure improvements, including community growth, land use, finances and budgets, as well as strategic planning. But our number one goal continues to be public safety. 
So protecting our residents, the businesses, and the visitors of Rochester Hills by providing a high-quality public safety through continuously monitoring our fire department funding and examining current levels of our police services. And I'll have to tell you, I am honored to serve in this capacity. I appreciate it. I've been a longtime member of Rochester Hills, and this is really giving back. It really is giving back. I totally agree with you. And and I honestly don't know that everybody realizes what the city council does. So I'm glad you shared that with us because public safety is a big deal in our city, in our community, in our state, in our country, for heaven's sake. And to know that we've got someone behind the scenes working on our behalf to make sure these things are in place and done correctly. So thank you for your service. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. And I know we all do. So tell us about some of the, you know, new developments. Let me just say that, because there's always something going on in in the cities. I know Rochester Hills is near and dear to your heart, so share with us. It is, and there are a lot of exciting uh, projects going on in Rochester Hills. Probably the most noticeable is the Auburn Road Corridor. We have completely redone or reconstructed Auburn Road from just west of DeQuinder. Hessel is the name of the road to Colbertson. And this project is, as I said, complete restoration of Auburn Road, in addition to the center median, two roundabouts, on-street parking, improved pedestrian facilities, sidewalks, streetscape enhancing, landscaping, and lighting. It is going to be a transformation of that corridor. If you're familiar with the Brooklands area down there between DeQuinder and John R., it's one of the oldest communities in our area. And almost overlooked for many years. Mm-hmm. But but finally, we, we took the initiative, we got excited about it, and we are making a huge transformation. And the residents in that area are going to benefit greatly, as will the businesses. It'll be a very walkable part of town. We look forward to That's that. That's exciting. I think, you know, Rochester, in my opinion, has done a phenomenal job of creating community. We have just pulled together and created an area of community. And some of these other And we're fortunate. We have a downtown. We have a village. You know, there's areas that we can pull people together and do things together. But I'm so, I'm blessed to live here because I think of areas like Birmingham, Plymouth. You know, they all have these cute little downtown areas that draw people to it. But we're drawing people from all over. Shelby's coming to Rochester. You know, all these different areas. Troy's coming to Rochester. So I appreciate what you're doing and and the work that you do, especially in these new developments. Because we know that Auburn Road needed some help. So it's awesome that you're doing that. So I want to transition a little bit into real estate um, because I feel like, you know, the market does change and it goes up and down and we're all kind of wondering what is going on. I think everyone's kind of holding on, thinking something's going to happen with real estate, similar to what happened in 2008 and 2009. However, we're all like, no, it's not going to happen again. Um, So first, tell us a little bit about what your senior real estate um, specialist title is, and then I want to talk about what's going on in the market. I will, definitely, because that's relevant to the aging population that we're finding in our communities. And it it really is a, a specialty within the real estate environment is that you take additional training. There's additional courses that you can take to specialize in that that 50 plus range. So I've taken those additional training specifically to working with the aging population to assist in their housing needs. And I'm able to meet their special needs when they're selling, buying, relocating, or refinancing residential or their investment properties. By earning that designation, I'm prepared to approach these clients with the best options and information for them to make these life-changing decisions. So, for example, many senior buyers are looking to downsize. 
So by selling their current home and buying a new one at the same time, the senior real estate specialist, i.e. me, we're familiar with that process and we can help you figure out how exactly how you could do that and you can find the new place to live, you can buy the new place to live and only move once. So right. there are things in our let's say, bag of tricks, so to speak, mm -hmm. that we can navigate them through the process. We can get their existing home sold. We can find them a new house, and we can be excited about that process and only have them move once. Well, and that's exciting to me because, it, like our topic says, I mean, our goal is simplifying our next move. And I think as we age, my opinion is we start recognizing that simplifying – I like using simplifying rather than downsizing. That's just me. But it because it seems like – it's the same, but you're just making life easier. Why do we complicate life and we've got, you know, a house down here and a house up here and condos and, you know, it just, it, let's just simplify, right? Why do we have all the junk in our basements? Let's simplify. Let's get rid of it. You know, we just need to take an action to, to, to do this and to really think about the future. So I'm glad you're here today, David, because I want our listeners to really think about what is it that you're spending your time on in your home? And how can you simplify your life to make it easier? And I've got, oh, this is just a quick story. I've got a guy right now who's 93 that I met with last week that his washer and dryer are in the basement. He is, because his wife is blind, walking down the stairs, doing his wash by himself and carrying, now I hope everyone is paying attention to this, carrying his laundry basket up a complete flight of stairs from the basement to the main floor. What part of that, talk about public safety, exactly. right? What part of that is safe? Anybody out there? It is so dangerous, 100%. I can barely do that, not alone a 90-some-year-old, right? So, you know, my thought process is, why are we not moving the washer and dryer upstairs? Like, is there a hookup? We can just do the, you know, the quick up and down. So anyway, we got to think about these things. And as we age... This family at 93 should have thought about this probably 20 years ago. So that's why we're doing this radio show today. Because exactly. we want you to think about this. Well, first floor laundry. <laughs> first floor laundry is one of those criteria that we often set when we're searching for homes. Absolutely. And if you're over the age of 50, you automatic. I mean, sometimes second floor laundry just because exactly. it's closer to the bedrooms. Right. That's where the clothes get dirty. That's where you put them away. It makes a lot of sense to have second floor. It just makes floor. sense. Okay, but so talk to, us, levels. Yeah, talk to us a little bit about the market. Like what's happening right now? Well, I am working predominantly in the Rochester, Rochester Hills, and Oakland Township areas. That's probably what I looked at to give you an idea of what's going on. And I'm here to tell you that the real estate market is still pretty strong. Yes. No question about it. That's what we wanted to hear. Yes. We're excited. The average sales prices of year over year, we go back to 2017 in those three areas, the average sale price is about $270,000. By 2018, that jumped up to 295000 This is the average sale price wow. for a $25,000 year over year increase. Okay. Last year was no slouch either. 2019, $303,000 wow. was the average price, albeit an only an $8,000 delta. It is still going up, and I, I don't need irrational exuberance in the market. I need st steady appreciating values. Right. So I like that 4 to 5% appreciation. That's the sweet spot. Absolutely. That's fantastic. And you're not seeing that level off. Well, I don't see anything that would allow it to level off. The indicators are the underlying indicators. You talk about supply and demand. 
The economics of it, as long as there's limited supply and strong demand, you're still going to drive prices up. It's inevitable. And that's what we're seeing. And we'll continue to see. And that's a good feeling because a lot of people are maybe thinking of of selling a house and they're wondering, hmm, do I do this? Give your phone number real quick, David, please. I can be reached at 248-650-1736. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be talking further with David Walker from Brookview Realty. And our topic again, simplifying your next move. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-797-5868. 800-797-5868. That's 800-797-5868. I'm Brian Kurtz, president of AIP Financial Services. A fixed annuity is similar to a CD at a bank. They both give you a guaranteed interest rate for a certain period of time and are very safe. Fixed annuities, though, typically pay a higher interest rate than CDs, and the interest is tax-deferred until you take it out. As an independent advisor, I'm proud to be able to offer the highest guaranteed rates anywhere in the nation. Call AIP Financial Services today at 866-247-6663 to find out what you could be earning on your safe money. In the Bible... Jesus says, when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Beatrice, living in Guatemala, where more than half the people live in extreme poverty, where 8 out of 10 children are chronically malnourished. When you pray for your children, what do you pray for them? She prays that God help her to give them at least one more day of food. So it's a daily prayer. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you bring food, water, hope, and love. Your compassion answers the prayers of moms like Beatrice. For a little less than a dollar a day, you can bring hope and love in the form of food for a year and water for life through Food for the Poor. You can make your life-saving gift now. Call 855-849-4673. 855-849-HOPE. 855-849-HOPE. Or click the Food for the Poor banner at PatriotDetroit.com. Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Sort of a young disciple asking his mentor how to get over the guilt that when he gets still, he falls asleep. Nicole Johnson on Focus on the Family Minute. And the mentor said so wisely, you need to adjust your picture of God. So if you picture God sitting by the fire of the universe, rocking in a chair, and you're the dog that's asleep at his feet, 
Should you feel guilty as the dog falling asleep? Or should you just take that comfort to go, I'm here and we're together and the world is a safe place in this moment and in this spot? And I think too many of us, Christian women in particular, our identities are wrapped up in what we do and how we perform instead of whose we are and who we know and why our worth and value is secure. More from Nicole at FamilyMinute.org. for Seniors Program. We're here today with David Walker from Brookview Realty, and um, he's been talking about the market. It's pretty fascinating what's happening right now. And so, David, I, I wanted to ask you a few more questions about that because I hear the terminology, you know, buyer's market, seller's market. Share with me a little bit about what that means. Sure, I'd be happy to, Wendy. What we have right now is what the... Um, they have three months of inventory. So you think about what is a seller's market? What is a buyer's market? Well, we start with how many months of inventory exist in the market. And we use what they call an absorption rate. Not exciting, but this is the way we determine this buyer's market, seller's market. Okay. So an absorption rate is the number of houses that are on the market, currently listed, divided by the number of homes that sold in any given month. So, for example, you have 90 homes listed and 30 months, uh, 30 homes sell in a month. So 90 homes on the market, 30 sell in a month, that's three months of inventory. So a buyer's market is considered when you have less than five months of inventory. Well, we have three months of inventory, so technically we're in a buyer's market. Mm-hmm. And then the seller's market exists when we have more than five months of inventory. But what we're seeing in the market today is, is kind of a disconnect. At the lower price points, under 300000 for sure, you get closer to $200,000, $250,000 houses in our area, they're going very quickly. So that is a strong seller's market. The inverse of that is as you get into the higher-priced homes, the $750 million homes, there are more inventory on the market, hmm. and they are taking longer to sell. So I would say there's almost a transition in there's a, a buyer's market at the upper end of the market and a seller's market at the lower end of the market. It's just wow. it's an interesting situation that we're in right now because if you have a million dollars to spend on a home more than likely you're going to build a home than buy a used home so that's part of the problem that we're seeing right now albeit that you can't sell those big homes it's just to whom and how long will it take exactly right you need you definitely need the right person for that oh question no question about it the marketing the, the the different vehicles that we have in place on who you're catering to i always try to find that buyer what's the individual that's going to buy your home and target that market Mm-hmm. It makes it a more successful transaction. Right, right. Anything else with the market we should be aware of? Yeah, we always look at the days on the market. How long does it take to sell my, my home? And and usually, on average, again, it's right now it's a 40 days is the average days on the market. But, again, that's all uh, you know aspects of the market across those three communities that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Lower price points, I could see them going a day or two. You put a $250,000 yeah. house, a ranch-style house in the Rochester Hills area on the market in a good location, at a good price, in good condition, it's not going to last but a day or two. So do you find that people then are waiting to make sure they have like a backup plan? Like where are they going before they put their house on the market? Just because it's so quick, the turnaround. Well, and, and from a seller's perspective, I caution my sellers that, you know, be ready. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're going to do a decluttering or, or, or a, a, a 
downsizing kind of philosophy, get rid of your stuff. There's definitely something that you want to take, you know, even a couple of months to prepare that home. Because when you put it on the market and it is desirable, it is going to go fast. And a lot of people are so shocked. Oh, my goodness. You know, it's happening too quickly. Well, I prepare my clients for that because that's a reality in our market. So prepare. And when you're ready, obviously the house shows better. And when it sells in a day or two, you're, you're, you're happy about it. You're not right. anxious about it. So so I'm dying to know, because I hear this a lot, like people really think that they need to do everything to their house to make it sellable. Do they, I mean, do they really, David? Like, isn't it sometimes better just to put it as is and let the new people come in and change that whole thing around? Well, not necessarily. Not yeah, I guess, open. you know, when we first bought our homes, you know, 20, 30 years ago, it was a different market. I would come in, we would apply what we called elbow grease Mm -hmm. to the property, and we would fix it up. We would say, I'm looking for the fixer. I'm looking for the distressed or or tired, and I would go in and make it my own. But the buyer of today has a different philosophy. They Mm -hmm. really aren't looking for big projects. What they want is something that is called turnkey, where you come into the home and, and, and pretty much everything's been updated. And primarily, the, the, the kitchens and the bathrooms are what sells homes. So if oh. you have an updated kitchen and updated bathrooms, that's going to be the focus. You're not looking at old. You're not looking at tired. So a lot of times we do consult with individuals that you need to freshen it up a little bit. Okay. And you don't need to do major remodeling for the next person. Right. But bring it into the, the 21st century. <laughs> You know, and that's all you're trying to do is in in cabinet poles, uh, light fixtures. There are some things that you could do cosmetically to make it look a lot more appealing. That are maybe a little less expensive, too. Oh, yeah. I The light fixture thing doesn't sound, you know, too traumatic. It is not overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And and I always tell people paint is cheap. Yes. So bring it into a neutral color palette. If you've got specific taste, let's neutralize that property. Let's make it a little bit more fresh and inviting, and it will go a long way. Because I feel like when people walk in a house, they, they need to see themselves in it. And if they see wallpaper or whatever, right, they're like, uh, I don't see myself sitting in this room. Yeah, or the obvious. If you walk into the house and you see these obvious deferred maintenance items, mm-hmm. i.e. the peeling wallpaper, the dated, that's something that you could remedy Pretty easily. You're not mm-hmm. talking about an exorbitant cost to do that. But believe me, right. you'll get it back in spades when you sell that house. No question about it. Right. Our house, when we bought it, had all oak. Everything was oak, you know, dark wood. And, and my husband, when I walked in, I was like, ooh, this was like, I think it was built in the 80s. Green carpet. You know, you guys remember that Classic, time. Classic, <laughs> sure. Avocado green. <laughs> and uh, my husband's like, oh, this is easy. And I was like, really? I mean, house, he's like, yeah, just hire someone, paint all the oak white. And I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Paint's cheap and it goes a long way to transforming a house. Right. Brighter, lighter, more inviting. Yeah. No, I think that's exciting. So let's talk about the aging population in our area. What are some of the considerations when it comes to their homes? Well, again, through that consultative approach to, mm-hmm. to working with my clients, I, I tell them planning is the key. When you're looking at your home, you, you, you need to go through a process in, in, in terms of planning And I tell them it's not necessarily a function of age, but it's a function of health and the support. I like that. Of the specific ages. Yeah, where individuals fit, and there's kind of a continuum that indicates the present and future actions, the priorities, and how quickly those decisions must be implemented. So I kind of break it into three categories or three stages. You have the, the no urgent need stage. 
You know, there's time to think ahead, research options, develop strategies, discuss choices with the family members. You're kind of in your, your, your game, your leisure. Simple home modifications at this point can enhance independent living and prevent accidents and falls. And then as you move through the continuum, you get into this progressive or chronic health conditions. Changes in life and health circumstances necessitate home modifications, or you get to move to a more suitable house. Although it's not urgent, that gradual progression of conditions makes adaptions. So let me let me ask you this. Like you talked about, you know, aging in place. I mean, it, 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 it's, a, it's a huge topic. And like I told the story earlier about the, the washer and dryer in the basement. I mean, it just it just really was not it's not suitable for their age. So I want to talk about what things can we can do to make a home a home suitable for aging in place. So true. And we're seeing people stay in a home until probably into their 70s or their 80s. It's not necessarily the home they're in now at their 50s because you have the the upsizing and then the downsizing stage, but you still have a a connection to the community and a connection to to single-family residents, a sense of independence. But when you're looking for that home that you're going to age in place, there are specific features. There's something that you want to be cognizant of, and we can talk them through that all on one level, a single-family detached home, all on one level with a two-car attached garage is kind of the best thing going. Three or four bedrooms, because you're probably going to have guests still. Two or three full bathrooms, that open kitchen or family room, great room concept. First floor laundry. Thank you. Yes. And I'm just going to add, forget the tub, because as we age, you're not able to get into the tub. So let's just go with the shower. Yeah, the okay. no threshold or low threshold just showers. Saying. Plenty of storage space, bigger bathrooms a private patio, and the sweet spot we're finding is about the 1,900 square feet. Mm-hmm. That still gives you enough space. open space, storage space. You know, you're coming out of a three or $4,000 colonial. You get into a, a, a too small of a residence, and you feel a bit confined. But we have found that 1,700 to 1,900 square feet is about the sweet spot. And don't you feel, David, just out of curiosity, condos are good because then now we're not worrying about the the snow outside and cutting the grass. And I mean, there's a lot of maintenance. People can't be picking weeds at 85 like they could when they were 55. No, number one concern, yard maintenance. I'm not looking for a half acre. I'm looking for a smaller lot that is manageable that I can either take care of myself or pay somebody a nominal amount to take care of. Or you're right, the condominium concept where you can go in And they take care of the lawn, the landscape, the snow removal. And that gives you the freedom for lifestyle, too. And you're able to leave and confidently know that somebody is there taking care of your place. Right. Give your phone number again, David, please. I can be reached at 248-650-1736. We talked about a lot today, and I just want to encourage our listeners. David is a wealth of knowledge. He's been in this market a long time. He understands it. He wants you to be safe in your home. He wants you to buy a home that you can stay in as long as you possibly can. And he's been trained. He has his his license on seniors. So I just want to encourage you listeners, give him a call. He's right here in Rochester, literally across the street from me. So you can come see me at the same time. David's number again, 248 
650-1736. We're going to take a break, and we'll be talking more with our next guest right after this message. This is Randy Brown with the Patriot Detroit, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 101.5 FM and AM 1400, you can also listen to us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK, the Patriot. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm, phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> you're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. Have you ever wondered how different your life would be without knee pain? Where you would go? What you would do? At New Life Medical, we want to help you find out. Call 248-965-0727. Schedule your free consultation to learn about our advanced non-surgical treatment for knee pain relief. This FDA-approved treatment is covered by insurance. And if you have Medicare, there may be no cost to you. Don't wait. Call New Life Medical today at 248-965-0727 to get the relief you deserve. I'm Brian Kurtz, president of AIP Financial Services. A fixed annuity is similar to a CD at a bank. They both give you a guaranteed interest rate for a certain period of time and are very safe. Fixed annuities, though, typically pay a higher interest rate than CDs, and the interest is tax-deferred until you take it out. As an independent advisor, I'm proud to be able to offer the highest guaranteed rates anywhere in the nation. Call AIP Financial Services today at 866-247-6663 to find out what you could be earning on your safe money. In the Bible, Jesus says, when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Beatrice, living in Guatemala, where more than half the people live in extreme poverty, where 8 out of 10 children are chronically malnourished. When you pray for your children, what do you pray for them? She prays that God help her to give them at least one more day of food. So it's a daily prayer. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you bring food, water, hope, and love. Your compassion answers the prayers of moms like Beatrice. For a little less than a dollar a day, you can bring hope and love in the form of food for a year and water for life through Food for the Poor. You can make your life-saving gift now. Call 855-849-4673. 855-849-HOPE. 855-849-HOPE or click the Food for the Poor banner at PatriotDetroit.com. Hi, this is Greg Bryant, General Sales Manager for Salem Media Group Detroit. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either Faith Talk Detroit or the Patriot Detroit. If you love one of these stations and you have experience in outside sales, we'd love to talk to you. Call me directly to inquire how Salem Media might provide an opportunity that's right. Call Greg Bryant at 248-581-1221. That's 248-581-1221. 
to learn more about our available positions. If you love us, come join us and make a career move that's right for you. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors, our topic today, Simplifying Your Next Move. And our first guest was David Walker with Brookview Realty. And I'll tell you, it's fascinating to me because we really don't understand the real estate market, but he does. And that's why we have people like him. So we can just call, ask the question, figure out what your house is worth. We didn't even get into some of the detail, but it was really interesting to know what the market is doing. And for our seniors out there, just a quick recap. If you are looking for a home and you're in your 50s and 60s, please pay attention to where the bedrooms are. I had a friend recently that bought a home. She's 54 years old and she called me a week, one week after she moved in and said to me, I wish I wouldn't have put my bedroom upstairs. My knees are already hurting. And all I could think is, oh my gosh, here you buy your dream home. And now you can't even live into it, wow. live it until you're yeah. like, you know, 20 years from now. So please, listeners, you, we got to think of this stuff. And David wanted to get into it, but didn't have a chance to. Where are your kids living? Because I'm just being honest. My mom and dad are an hour away and I'm doing everything in my power to get them closer to me. Because if something happens... It's going to take me a minimum of an hour to get to them. And I would love them to be in Rochester where I live, work, and play. I'm just saying. Okay, so our next guest, we have Ken with us uh, right now. Ken Ebal is a mortgage banking. He's been in mortgage banking for 22 years and works for, um, wow, my goodness. He likes to align himself with community banks, which we're going to get into. He's been with First State Bank for almost 10 years so far. He's a first VP and loan consultant and sales manager with First State Bank. Has wonderful people that he works with and does a lot of creative. Um, when it comes to loans and mortgages, he's a creative man. So we're excited to have him with us today. Good morning, Ken. Thank you so much, Wendy Jones. Thank you. I for, appreciate that. Yeah, thank you for being here. I think one of the most fascinating things when I was reading uh, Ken's bio, obviously he's right here in Rochester, um, but that you own an ice cream shop. In the middle of Michigan. Oh, boy. <laughs> so you and your wife bought an ice cream shop. You know what? We went on a whim, and we saw this place. We have a cottage up near Clare. Okay. And uh, we've owned that for probably 17 years. And we saw this abandoned building that used to be an ice cream shop that was uh -huh. there for 40-plus years. Okay. And um, it was dormant for four years before we purchased it. So we, we took a chance. We said We looked at each other and said... Um, you want to try this? And my wife said, you know what? I've always wanted a little greasy spoon. So, um, What actually, an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's called Ebaugh's Whistle Stop. It's actually in a little town called Lake, Lake, Michigan. Okay. Uh, it's off of 10 near Clare. But uh, we do ice cream and all the Sundays, And then we also do roasted chicken. So we have roasted chicken up there. So it's a full restaurant, just a small little place. But we like to service the community and help them out and uh, make sure they have a good spot to come and eat. So it's not just ice cream. Nope. You literally are serving food food. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good for you. That's fine. And it's open from what time to what time? Like we just are, during the summer? Just during the summer months. Um, there's a few lakes around there. So there's a lot of lake communities. Um, 
It's right next door to the Garfield Township Fire Department. In fact, our lot just butts up right next to the fire department. So it's always fun to watch the activities go on there. Oh, they, I bet. They do a lot of community events, and we get involved with them as well. Um, you know, it's not a huge moneymaker, but it is a fun opportunity for us to kind of get to know the community a little bit better and help them out with a lot of different events and have a place for them to gather. I've got to so. tell you, my husband drives down the street, downtown Rochester, and looks at this Dairy Queen every single day, and he's oh like, my. I wish we would. I wish we owned an ice cream shop. And I'm like, seriously? Be careful what you wish for. That seems like so much work to me. <laughs> it's a lot. There's a lot to it. Good for you. Yeah, and my wife's a champ with it. And she she works runs the that while you're at she, the bank, huh? She runs that, and uh, wow. you know, we, we see each other. We go up there and enjoy the cottage and enjoy the ice cream shop as well. So Good for you. It's fun. Good for you. So I am curious about um, about your bank, First okay. State Bank. So, you know, there's a lot of banks out there, and we hear a lot of, uh, about them. But what is what is it that makes working with a community bank? What's the difference between a community bank and a bigger bank? Like, what? Give me the definition. Well, I mean, First State Bank. A lot of people don't even know that name around here. So there's just, it, it, but the bank itself is out of Macomb. So they they okay. originated out of Macomb County. Um, it's a 102 year old bank. And it's wow. always been First State Bank. So it's been around. They know what they're doing, and they have a good uh, ground base in Macomb County. So our first venture into Oakland County is going to be in the Rochester Hills area. And we have a new branch going up. It's just south of Avon off the main uh, Rochester Road here. And that should be open up in February. Um, I know Soon. there's been some delays, but uh, we're very excited to be in Oakland County itself. And then to have our hub and our first presence in Rochester Hills is going to be amazing. That is amazing. So a community bank in itself um, likes to get involved with the communities and, and the words in there uh, to help the local businesses, um, help promote local businesses, help uh, kind of support the community to offer them different products that maybe a larger bank isn't willing to take the risk on um, and also to just be present in all activities within the community, whether it be uh, working with the mayor or working with the local businesses, um, helping establish new accounts, uh, working with the schools in the in the area, being a real presence as somebody who's a relationship with you within the community. Working with the city council, I'm just working with throw the city council. With absolutely, Walker, right? okay. yeah, absolutely. And Realty. I'm sure he's well aware of First State Bank and our building. Um, yeah, <laughs> adventures I'm sure. here i'm sure opening soon opening yes opening soon, soon. In the next 30 days that's exciting so what types of products um might exist for the older generation regarding mortgages and financing well you know what there's not really just a set set of products that are for just the older generation but there are some things that people who are aging can take advantage of um and in there's one particular product that we do have which is called the bridge loan and this applies to all ages, but for some reason I've run into it a few times with some of the elderly that have had the time, had the fortunate aspects to pay off their home over time. So now they're sitting in a home that's free and clear. They own nothing on it. Um, they've been living there you for mean a long really time. Happens? That absolutely oh. <laughs> that happens. That happens quite a bit. Um, and those who are fortunate enough to do that, you know, sometimes they have a good dilemma to kind of get through when they're looking to downsize or even just transition to a different space. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of times they're up against the wall where they need to sell their place to take the funds that they're going to gain from that sale and purchase their next home um, that's going to set them up for their next venture in life. And so um, our bridge loan 
offers these people a certain opportunity that they could take advantage of the funds that they already have that are sitting in house form and they're sitting there as equity in their house um, and they want to use that equity to move into this next home. But a lot of times what happens is they're not familiar with what a bridge loan is. And so they're, they're nervous about listing their house because it might sell really fast. And if it sells really fast, where am I going to go? And so, but if they go and purchase a house and they put an offer in, they have to make it contingent upon them selling their house. So there's this dilemma, a dilemma about if I want to really purchase this house, but I don't want to lose on this offer, but maybe that agent who's selling that house doesn't want to take a contingent offer. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know what? I've got other buyers out here who are just going to come who in. Have the money. Yep. With, with, who are with sitting the in an apartment waiting to move They're into a house. They're sitting with the funds and they could do that. So that's where I come in. Um, we can actually tap and use the equity that you have in your house currently, take those funds out, a, a certain percentage of them, and use that either towards a down payment or the full purchase of that new home. So it depends if you're downsizing. So numbers-wise, if, if you have a house that's worth $300,000 and you want to sell that house and you might be on the market, like David was saying, it might be a quick sell. But let's just use 60 days, which still in a market is pretty fast to sell because you, if somebody's purchasing your house, there's a mortgage process that might go through. There's different things that could come up that 60 days is what you might need to this is after a purchase is already in place. You're, somebody's going to purchase your house. It might take 60 days to sell it. Um, but you find this perfect house that you really want to put a bid on. And so you see this house for 150 And you know you've got plenty of equity in your $300,000 house to buy it for cash. But you just can't get it. And so there's an opportunity that will create this bridge loan. And if you do owe anything in your house, let's say you have a $10,000 line of credit sitting there and we'll pay that off. We'll pay off whatever you owe on your house. We'll give you funds up to 80% of your value. Oh, yeah. Okay. Up to 80% of your value. So in that case at 300, you have access to 240,000. Okay. But you only need 150. Right. We're only going to give you what you need. Right. So we'll give you the 150. You could go and now make this purchase mm-hmm. of this new home. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing is the bridge that we create on your new house, on your old house. Yeah. There's no payment on that until you sell your house. What? Yep. There's no payment on our bridge loan. So it alleviates that stress of like, but I'm creating a new loan and I don't want a payment. That's my whole purpose of buying this new house for cash. So how, how long can you hold that for? So we, we allow up to six months to sell the house. Okay. And as David alluded to, it's not going to take you six months to no, sell your house in a normal market. In yeah, right. it's, it's a very quick sell. So a lot of my people who utilize this bridge are maybe in it for three weeks or 60 days or, but they're never th- uh, uh, pushed up against that threshold. Well, it's so a short term. Pe- yeah. It's a short term fix to Absolutely. a huge problem. Absolutely. Huge. And so people always ask the scary question. So what happens after six months? What if they didn't sell the house? God forbid, and something happened. Um, wait, wait, well, wait, I'm going to make them wait. Okay. I'm going to make them wait till the next segment. And there's more, <laughs> <laughs> but give your phone number really quick. Uh, my number is two, four, eight, two, seven, zero, six, two, seven, eight. And it's Kenny Ball with First State Bank. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be talking further with Kenny Ball from First State Bank. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. You see it on TV every day. Global turmoil. But these international events help keep interest rates low and may even drive them lower. In response, we at Cash Call Mortgage have lowered our interest rates for the new year. And that's great news for homeowners. If you have a current rate above 2.99%, 
Call us to see how much you can save. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing costs. And we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. With our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify, there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone. For a free quote, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947. Hello, friends. This is Luke Hammett, and I have some exciting news for you. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com. Choose News Talk Radio, then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick us up on the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you'll love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Do your knees hurt? Are simple moves such as squatting, standing up, and navigating staircases painful? Would you like to avoid surgery? New Life Medical has a non-surgical treatment that's helped countless people. And Medicare, plus a secondary insurance, means it may be completely covered, so there's no cost to you. Call New Life Medical at 248-965-0727 to schedule your free consultation and learn about the knee pain treatment that comes with peace of mind. That's 248-965-0727. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. Uh, The number one reason I started taking Balance of Nature was the quality and I think the proven science behind it piqued my interest. I've tried so many different types of supplements, whether they're dietary supplements or just general vitamins. This is the only dietary supplement that I've ever taken where I actually felt a noticeable change. To me, that's just, that, that speaks volumes, you know. Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order of fruits and veggies. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code DETROIT. Wendy Jones, you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to our program today, Simplifying Your Next Move. We are here with Ken Ebaugh and fascinating information from First State Bank, and I made you wait for the answer to this question. So now I'm going to ask it. So what does happen after six months if you don't sell your house? So after six months, if you don't sell your house, we will require you to make that six months of interest payment on the loan that we created for you on the bridge. And then we can extend you out month after month. Now, I will tell you in all honesty, I haven't had that occur in this market yet for me um, over the last couple of years. So um, as the market trends in the position that it is right now, uh, it's going to be a a very rare situation. And I'm going to tell you the two reasons why it might you might go up against that six-month uh, window. Um, the main reason is is because you're not listening to your professional realtor. Oh. So if your professional realtor is talking to you and saying, hey, here's the price point we need to be at, and you might be sitting there and being a little bit stubborn because you've lived there for a while. It's greedy. your home. It's, no, it's so unique that no one else understands why, you know, what's so unique about my house. I beg you, please listen to your realtor. 
They know the market. They do this as a profession. They have your best interest in mind always. So if you're marketing it correctly, you're never going to be up against that six-month window. So again, it's very key to make sure you're talking with your uh, real estate agent and the professional that has your best interest in mind. Okay. Good, good, good. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. Tell me like a little, you have a story, I, I think, about somebody who had this scenario. You know, I get the call quite a bit where somebody has tried a couple of times to put an offer on a house and they, they keep on, they have to send a contingent and they haven't talked to me yet. And I'll get that call. Okay, Ken, I got your call from X realtor, the realtor, and they said, you have something I might might really need. So I, I live in Rochester. My house is for sale. Um, I had a couple bites, but it hasn't sold just yet. But I really want to place an offer on this house. And I can't because I'm seeing that the majority of the time that I do this, they're not accepting a contingent offer. Yeah. So that's where I get a lot of the I'm the saving loan, if you will, because it gives that option for someone to actually walk in strong with an offer. And normally they have 20% or more down through the bridge because mm -hmm. I'm pulling the funds. I look at the bridge as just another source of funds that you have access to. Right. So instead of pulling it from your 401k or draining your bank account and trying to carry your your current payment and maybe this new payment, that's a lot to carry and a lot to bear. And you're also wiping out some of your savings and paying penalties maybe on a 401k or whatever it may be to access those funds. Right. So by utilizing the bridge... I've noticed a lot of people are very excited because it's inevitable that they use the bridge and then that weekend they get an offer on their house. Of course. It happens so that then, way every time. So then they call me. What do I do? Well, you're going to close on this new house mm -hmm. probably within 30 days. I normally close my loans 30 days or less. You close this in 30 days. But this person who is buying your house says they don't want to they don't want to buy and move into your house for another 60 days. So you might owe me 30 days of interest on that bridge loan. That's it. It's not a big deal. You well, pay off what you owe, so you have no payment anymore on your current residence, and you're just going to have your new payment. That payment's not even going to kick in on your new payment right. until you probably sold your house. So again, you're going to be left there with a good opportunity to get into that new house, have the funds available, um, capture a great rate for the new purchase, and make sure that you are comfortable knowing that you don't have to make that payment on your current house and you have the opportunity to sell it and take your time and not feel frantic about, I really need to get that off my back. So there's, there's just a lot of different mental um, I like it. No, it's true. Aspects it's to it that help true. you. So what's the difference? What's the home equity line of credit versus so, the bridge loan? Okay. So a home equity line of credit, um, a lot of people want to try to like use the home equity line of credit, but there's going to be a payment associated with that. And that's sometimes going to be a little bit high. Uh, because if you're pulling out a good majority of the access of your funds and we're paying off, because a home equity line of credit is normally a second lien position. So you'd still have your first mortgage oh, and you'd have addition. the home equity Got it. and you're raising that home equity. There might not be enough equity that you could tap um, through the home equity because they might have limitations about how high they can go if you have a first mortgage. So there's just different things with the home equity. Also, um, I know our bank and a lot of banks out there, they don't like to offer a home equity line of credit knowing that if the house is listed and it might be sold really quick because there isn't a lot of money that's going to be made on a home equity in all essence because 
there's low fees on a home equity and there's the interest isn't going to pile up that they can make any money to really so what's service the advantage? Yeah, right. what's the advantage to do that? So the bridge does have some fees to it. Um, there's one flat fee on a bridge, and there's also um, one interest rate. And it's just interest only that accrues on top of the balance that we created on the bridge until you sell. That's why you don't make a payment. We just keep that interest accruing on top of that dollar amount until you sell. Okay. Um, so... It and becomes your, a unique give product. Give your number because this is so fascinating. Yep. This information is great. Um, my number is 248-270-6278. And that's my cell phone. Um, I don't want to say I'm always on it, but you can always call me. I always love having conversations with people, whether it be the new time, uh, first time home buyer mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, they've been in the house or this is their third house they're purchasing. But uh, there's just a lot of unique opportunities that we offer at First State Bank. And the bridge is just one of them uh, to help you kind of bridge that gap. Oh, no pun one. intended. Yeah. But, uh, but, but this mortgage. is the first time we've ever really had someone talking about the, that side of it, you know? Right. And so it's kind of interesting because I, I've heard the term thrown aloud, uh, around a lot as far as home equity loans. And, you know, my mom and dad need to move into assisted living, but they, you know, they have a home equity loan on their house and you're just like, uh Oh, that's probably not good. <laughs> right. Right. So, but it's good to, for you to explain those to us and, you know, people can use that for a lot of different ways. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, you so know, it's just fascinating to me. Yeah. Go this, ahead. You were going to no, say No, I was going to say, there's a lot of people also who, who might not, you know, I, the one story that I know you, you asked me during the break, you know, is there a story? There was a story that I actually did. It wasn't even the bridge. Somebody had a house free and clear, but they didn't want to list their house, but they really wanted this other house. And... um they they were downsizing, but they needed the time because this was the family home that was quite large, mm. and they needed the time, and they were afraid, listen, I don't want all that interest for six months. Can I do just a regular cash-out refinance? And I said, you know what? You qualify for a cash-out refinance. I could take the cash. You can use that cash to purchase this new house because you're downsizing. You have a new mortgage. Just do a 30-year fixed. Who cares? Stretch it out as far as you can. Um, I actually told her, take a little bit higher rate. And she said, why would I do that? I said, because I'm going to pay all your costs. And I could pay all your costs to do this loan by kind of, we work together. Mm. The rates, we get paid off of the rate or the money's made on a rate. So how can we utilize that money to the best of our ability? I get paid no matter what. And it's not based on the rate. It's based right. on the loan. So it, it, rate to me doesn't matter. I don't get paid any different. But I can utilize the funds that can be created from the rate that we receive as a bank and pay your costs. And let's do a cash out refinance. And maybe you can use that to purchase a home or investment property or whatever it may be. But I just remember this, remember this particular story because she was afraid to list her house because she didn't want it to sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, really fast. And she really wanted about eight months to 10 months to clean out this house that they lived in for 40 years with five children, See? had a whole yep. myriad of things going on. Yep. Um, all the children coming in from out of town to mm-hmm. help. They didn't want to feel stressed or up against a wall. So this was the best opportunity for them. So again, as a, as a lender and a consultant, I truly list myself as a residential loan consultant. Yeah. And that's what I'm, I'm appreciating about you as, as we're interviewing because listeners, I mean, he truly cares about the big picture. He's looking at your whole situation. And once you communicate to him, Hey, I want to buy this house that David Walker showed me in Rochester for X amount. 
tell me how I can make that happen. You're looking at everything. Absolutely. And, and you're saying, okay, we can do this. We can do this. We can do this. I love that because yeah. sometimes people just assume, oh, I'm buying a house. I got to get a mortgage. Absolutely. And you know what? <laughs> and you can do it that way. There's but... so much more to it, though, that a lot of people, not of the loan officers out there, will just present, you know, it's the lowest rate and the lowest fees. You know what? Sometimes that, that's not your best option, mm-hmm. you know, and or, you know, I'll get the calls from people who are in, I'm, I'm 53 years old, who are in my, my age range. They're like, I want to pay my house off. I want a 15 year mortgage. I just want to be done with this. I want to pay this off. And as we talk further, um, they're more concerned about building their 401k if they're in that opportunity at their job. And I said, well, why would you want a 15 year? Well, because I just want to pay it off. But you want to build your 401k. What's more important to you? Well, I want to have a lot. Of, so the house is going to be there and you don't plan on moving. Just get a 30-year, pay it down as you want, and let's load that 401k as much as you can. Now, I'm not a financial planner, but I suggest you talk to a financial planner, but there's different strategies you can take advantage of beyond just what you might be hearing in the news is the right thing to do. Because, you know, I'm glad you said that because everybody that I talk to in this age bracket, and I'm in my 50s now. Oh, I said it. Um <laughs> you actually start thinking about retirement and you're like, the first thing you think is I got to pay off my house. And that might be your strategy. But it might not be the right right decision. Right, exactly. (laughs) So you got to look at your whole picture and have it. You know, I love talking to the financial planner of my clients and saying, well, let's let's work all together. And this is where the relationship and the consultation comes into play. And it's so beyond... Oh, I've got the lowest fee and i got the lowest rates. And i got the lowest. It, it, it doesn't matter. and Ken, you guys were fabulous today. Thank you thank so much, you, Wendy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Again, you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. You've been listening to this week's edition of Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. You can reach Wendy with any questions you have at area 248-651-5010. That's 248 248- 651-5010. Join us again next week as Wendy provides more information and resources for those important next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.